0: Your host Key, and I'm excited to announce that this is my very first podcast. And not only that, but I also have two guest stars, and I'm just gonna go ahead and let them introduce themselves and how they know me. So,
1: all
2: right, you guys, my name is Taylor, and I'm his sister.
1: My name is Michelle, and I am his mother. And I'm so happy to have you guys on here. So,
0: I feel like this very first podcast should just be a fun, lighthearted discussion, and this is going to be open. Let's just be random about it. So, I'm going to let y'all go ahead and kick it off and see what type of topics y'all want to go ahead and get started with. I
2: take the workplace.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let me tell you something.
2: So, in my years of living,
0: you I. That old. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you ain't it But
2: go ahead. <laughs> But, um, a lot of workplace, I realize, it's a lot of, like, negativity sometimes in there. Like, not not just talking about, like, workers, or not workers, uh, the business paying their workers, like, the low, you know, wages. Like, back in the day, I'm pretty sure we thought, like, $11 a night was, like, a lot, you know? But now, it's like, I can barely pay my life to be able to $11, 11 11 dollars an hour and like they have us do so much work Mm -hmm. with so little pay Mm -hmm. and they expect you to have this job to surround like be the son
1: of your life you know and it's really frustrating because you know it's so many times (laughs) so many times i'm gonna tell these people kick rocks but, you know, sometimes you're in a position, you really can't do that. It's like you, you, you know, I mean, that's why it's very important that you are able to market yourself, you know, and you're able to, you know, establish and build up the, the skills and the, and the knowledge that you, that you have so that you can broaden your options. Because sometimes, you know, if you're one of those people, like myself, you know, they get in the workplace and kind of feel a little stuck. Um, you, you almost feel like you have to tolerate things that you don't want to tolerate. And so, so I, that's interesting that y'all said that because, you know,
0: with uh, the coronavirus being out and not a lot of people wanted to worry, do you think that this is one of the main reasons why people aren't trying to go back to work? I think
2: they... I, let me tell you my honest opinion. People won't hate me, they
1: won't tell. But, like... Be nice the, about it. Be <laughs> 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 no, like, nice.
2: Like... To be honest, okay, it was nice. You know, the coronavirus, yes, it was It was horrible. Like, and people, you know, lost loved ones and stuff like that. And that's a very sad moment. But I think on the other side, people were wasn't going to work. The government was giving them money. There was a lot of grants and stuff that was out there and giving thousands of dollars, you know, to people. And honestly, I think people got comfortable. Mm-hmm. with that. You know, not having to go to work or just using Zoom or being at home, picking up the phone and have to drive to work. And now that's kind of settling down and now you actually got to go to work. Mm-hmm. And now you actually got to put in the hours and now people just like mm.
1: You know what? And on another note, uh, I think that it brought a lot of families together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought a lot of closeness. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also gave people enough time to sit back and think about and meditate on new careers you know being able to broaden their their opportunities um it gave them an opportunity to to look into other things to uh work toward other things like if you didn't have certain skills here's an opportunity at home you don't have to go to work you don't have to give your time to anybody and you get that opportunity to sort of build those skills up while you're at home and uh, so when the doors open and your job was like hey need you to come back and mop these floors you are like uh. (laughs) <laughs> uh-uh. no, that's, not I right. okay, that's I so
0: interesting that you said that because you know what i never really thought of anything like that i mean looking at me i'm doing podcasts <laughs> but like um that's really interesting that you said that because you know from one perspective i guess you can say more of a um, conservative perspective You know, a lot of people thinking, oh, you're just being lazy or you just don't want to work. or the people just are just getting too comfortable and nobody want to be the original American worker or live the American dream anymore. And I never really thought about people just taking a new approach to life and saying, look, I'm not happy at my uh, job. And I've been blessed with the opportunity or not really blessed, but um, because the coronavirus was a tough time. But. I've been given the opportunity to rethink and reconstruct uh, some the, yeah some things and you know so I really think that that's an interesting point of view.
2: And honestly, I honestly believe that a lot of people don't want to work anymore because of the mm. Like I have met so many disrespectful customers. It's ridiculous. Like they feel like because you wearing a uniform and because you're in your place of work, they can just talk to you however they want to. And then nine out of ten, the managers will be on their side.
1: Mm. Can I say something on that? And I really that burns me. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, get it off your be mind. Nice. I'm gonna get together. Yes. You, you say be nice. Mm. Okay. That get burns it off your mind. Because, get it off your mind. Listen. It, it used to be a thing for so many years. Customers are always right. Customers are not always right. You take it, okay? I know because I was on the okay, and I had to deal with those customers, and they were not right. You know, I had people that said things to me that wasn't fair. You know, and instead of the the, I would love to see more employers step up and defend their employees. You know, and say, hey, you know, but. I feel like before I can even go deeper into that, you know, it's like I, everybody is so anxious to get people's money that they're willing to tolerate whatever language they want to use toward their employees. They, they tolerate it, but I wish that they didn't feel the need to have what what is it I want to say? I, I, I feel like I, I wish they didn't feel the need to um, um, bring in the money to the point where they're willing to allow you to speak to their employees in such a in such a way that's disrespectful.
0: That's really interesting. Um, I don't know. Like I'm really taking in all of these um, thoughts and point of views that you guys are sharing. And tell I do want to jump back to what you said earlier. You said that the workplace is really negative and toxic. So yeah. kind of give me some some insight on what you mean by negative
2: and toxic. So let, okay, I can give you some experiences that I had. Okay. Um, I'm not going to name the the workplaces that I, I work, because I don't want no one coming to me,
0: but... Yeah, we don't name colleges. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: It was like this one place where I was, I, mean, I guess like, uh, a greeter, you know, and because... You know, I don't want to be racist to this, but I'm black. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm black. And I check people's receipts. I check everybody receipts, and during the uh, coronavirus, at uh, one point where we didn't check anybody receipts because we don't want, want so we want people to social distance and so we don't want no more you know like hands on and stuff like that. And at one point we start back up checking people's receipts. Some people didn't get the memo that we started checking people's receipts, but once we did. And I asked this guy, normally we check the people's receipts where there's, like, big items. Mm. And I asked the guy, like, can I see your receipt? This man gonna look at me. And, point, he, he's black, too. He's gonna look at me and be like, are you doing this because I'm black?
0: See, that burns me.
2: And I'm just, like, I'm looking at myself, like, we brothers. Mm. We brothers and sisters. Like, what are you talking about? But
0: I think that burns me because, you know, as a black person in the workplace, you expect the Karens the to just kind of have a hair yeah. day. But when it comes to people of your own race who, you know, I, I'm just going to keep it in general to like America. Um, but people who are in your own race and who has the similar history and background and all of that, I really find it so irritating that they also participate in being a Karen or being mm-hmm. annoying in the workplace and as a customer, and it's just something where it's just like, who raised mind? you? Who raised you? Or who who gave you yeah. the idea yeah. that idea that it's okay? Yeah. Yeah. it's
2: like and that that was like the the minor situations I had. Uh, a supervisor that when I was on lunch, he went into my car and banged on my window because I was five minutes late. I had um, uh, a a parent, you know, yell in my face, call me all types of names because they was late for an appointment, and I told her that she can't we we can't see her because you're you're 15 minutes late. Like it's so many stuff that they call themselves. And they're going to have the audacity, you know, to blame me and to yell at me. And sometimes I'm going to be like, I feel like they believe because I'm in the right place. They can't do that. They can do that and they can get away with it.
1: You know, um, just kind of going back to something you had mentioned uh, uh, earlier when you were uh, doing the receipts. Um, and this is a, a black man you had to take a look at your skin like wait a minute we're, 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 we're on the same right you know feel here but technically if you remember there have been several people that that mistake, mistaken you for latino <laughs>
2: latina?
1: y'all you know I mean latina <laughs> <laughs> yeah we like to get things correct on this channel okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. latina latina okay like
2: but I'm still like okay okay let's just say i gender. You know, I was Latina, you know. Um, I'm still a person of color. Mm -hmm. You know, I I still have experienced some sort of, you know, racism, you know, prejudice, you know. So just the the fact that I asked for his, I did not say, did you steal that?
0: But I think it just becomes a lot more complicated when it comes to people of color, especially in the workplace, because you would think, okay, you know, black and brown, we stick together, or mm -hmm. you know black and Asian, we stick together, but you know, it's still this stigma that we have on both sides, Mm -hmm. and it's still this tension that we have on both sides, and I think it becomes very it's more complicated than people realize when it comes to people of color because Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are in the black community feel that it's the black community against everybody else, Mm -hmm. and especially in the workplace because you know, so many people are still having that ideology that, um, let's kiss up to the white man in the workforce, you know, and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm trying, I have a family to feed back home, Mm -hmm. so it does become a a very catty environment where, you know, yes, even though you might be uh, another race, it's still this thing of, you know, you're not for me, per se. I just want to, Talk and and not,
1: not only that but just when you were talking about you know um black people you know sort of participate in that caring um mentality mentality thank you for helping me out um and that's because you know and that and that may be why you know because you have some black people that, that come at other black people you know like that because that but That's something that burns me. I've had, I've had, now I know we talk about, you know, the Karens and things like that, but I'm going to tell you something. I've had more Karens help me in the workplace um, than I had, you know, people of my own color, which was very, very frustrating to me because I've had some, some people of color that were taking on the, the Karen mentality, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, and it burns me that, that, listen, I don't expect you to give me anything that I don't deserve or earn because of the, the color of my skin. But I definitely don't expect you to treat me, you know, a certain kind of way either because of the color of my skin, when you're the same color. I honestly
2: I really just wanna get in a point in time where everybody's just on an equal plane. I'm not talking about like, oh, we all get participation awards. No, I'm talking about like people actually look at your character and not your like your color, your how you look or anything like that. I pay Martha Luther King. <laughs> nah, <I pay>. <laughs> <laughs> but like, seriously, because it is so annoying. And then, because we like how we go, like, yeah, and you you're, you're the color of my skin. You treat me like this, and we need the same color. It shouldn't matter. I'm human. You're human. Mm-hmm. We all we all should treat people with respect. And what kills me is. Nine out of ten, these people that act the way they do towards workers, they work themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure while you was working at nine to five yesterday, you ran across a caring. So why in the world would you turn around and be a caring for somebody else? And can
1: we talk about uh, how some employers talk to their employees?
2: You
0: that's a whole different
1: conversation
0: right because let me tell you something (laughs) that's why I quit so many jobs like y'all it's so crazy because I it's literally embedded in my head of why I don't want to work for anybody because it's this thing where people who are in a manager's position or higher, they get carried away with their um, position Mm -hmm. and it's just this thing of if you really love being the manager of Walmart Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you, but I—that's not something that I really look up to. And mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not downplaying anybody's position or any mm-hmm. job because you know what—you worked hard for that job. But at the end of the day, this is just Walmart, sweetie, or mm-hmm. just you know whatever it is. And I don't think that I—I I need to be one. I don't need to be doing as a cashier. I don't need to be doing everybody. You know.
1: Else's job because mm-hmm. my job description say I need mm-hmm. to be a cashier, so don't force me to be in a, the bad. Exactly, exactly, and 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 I want to say something about that also, um, because what what frustrates me and one of my greatest pet pee is that there are no accountability for people's action in the workplace. Like you have folks that do things that are not their job description, that are outside their job description, they're not following the rules, they're not following protocol, they're not doing a lot of things that they're supposed to be doing, and then they do things that are that just, you know, I mean, that's coming at other employees, and it's so frustrating because they're not being held accountable. Mm -hmm. Lack of communication is is huge in the workplace, and I just, I think, you know, business, if, if, if business owners... And managers and, 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 and CEOs and all these people will pay with focus more on communication they will realize that they business can grow a, a, a whole lot further if they if they teach their employees and help and hold them account, accountable for the wrong because look people follow the, the, the leader okay hey so you get to walk off and you don't have to be on the phone as often you know what and, and do, nobody said anything to you. I'm
0: going to do the same I thing. I do want to jump in I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. But I do <laughs> want to jump in because you did mention <laughs> communication. I think communication is something that is so, you would think that it's common sense. -hmm. It's so rare in the work community because you have Susie tell you, Look, you gotta go and put stuff in the back. And if you have Gerald come up to you and be like, What you doing in the back? Right. And it's just this miscommunication. Now I'm sitting in the middle confused because Susie told me to go to the back while Mm -hmm. Gerald told me to stay up front. And it's like, Y'all need to work that out, not me. So.
2: Period. Yes. Period. Because I
0: think I've seen that among so many managers and bosses Mm -hmm. that it's Mm -hmm. like. They, I, I feel like their training should just be a little bit more intense because it's like communication in the chain of, of command is excruciatingly important because it's like if you miss out on any information, that's gonna ruin the person up underneath you because now they're scrambling trying to fix things and it's just it's chaos. It's just
2: chaos. It would, it would cause a, a a large turnover rate too because. That's how you lose good employees. That's how you lose employees. Because, like, if you're treating them, you know, like. Disrespectful. Yeah, just crap. And you, you think, because I think a lot of places like that take advantage of good employees. Mm-hmm. And they know they work hard. They know they will say yes. And they know that they teamwork. They think, oh, this is a good employee. They want to stay. And they work them to death and treat them like crap because they think they're going to stay.
1: Exactly. But that's where they're wrong. Right. That's where they're wrong. You know, um, they do. They talk. it. Listen, I'm a grown woman. Period. Okay, When I'm in the workplace and when I have another grown person tell me that I need to get back to my, excuse me, Excuse me. Are they yeah. like, you need my
0: permission to go use social media. Am I in elementary? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, like, what the hell are they? I don't need a hallway path. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a germal. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> <in>. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Like, what? That is very frustrating. That's right. a place of business that I do not want to be at and because I will lose myself.
0: And that's when people are getting uh a when the power goes to their head, you mm-hmm. are my supervisor. You supervise. You watch over me. That don't mean you get to control me. At the end of the day, I clock out. I go. Or, I go or my own speak life. to me
1: like I'm a child.
0: Exactly. Right. I am not a slave. I refuse. <laughs> okay. I refuse. My ancestors fought hella hard. Mm-hmm. I refuse. Yes. So I'm. So, but go
1: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't set him up. Right? Here, no, because I was. it'd be real, and then
2: they wonder why. Oh, I didn't get a lot of applications, you know, because let me tell you, once that good employee leaves, then they're, they're gonna tell this person, and then that person will tell that person, that person, and then before you know it, nobody wanna work for you. Yes. So you're you will be the last resort because they, so many people had a bad experience within that <laughs> workplace. They don't wanna, they, they don't wanna, and then before you know it, all you would have is bad employees because that's the only people that's gonna apply. Mm-hmm. The hard-working ones, like, no, I want someone that respects me. I want someone that pays me. Right. Mm-hmm. Pays me, the, the you know, how far I'm working. Because like, mm-hmm. that's what my mama said. Like, I don't want to work, you know, 110%. And this person
1: is only doing
2: 1%. And we both being paid the same way.
1: Oh. Uh, and if not that, they're probably getting paid more than the person that's working the hardest. But well, I wanted to um, also uh, mention this, too. You know, you have, uh, I have come across so many managers that are more ignorant than the workers up under them, okay? And I'm like, you know, how did you get your position? You know, <laughs> okay. uh, and, and, and why are you still in this position? Because you are ignorant. Mm. And, and, and not only that, but I want to say to all managers, supervisors, any type of leaders who are out there listening, you know, people who are working up under you, when you don't train them properly and they're screwing up, messing up, doing things, slacking, lacking, doing whatever it is that they're doing and their job performance is not the greatest, that is a direct reflection of that leader. But you know, you know what? that says a lot about you as a leader. But That's you know not what?
0: I think that because a lot of managers, especially at like a retail um stores, aren't being held accountable because nobody checks in on them. Who checks? Who, who checks? Like, mm. at the end of the day, like, that's their store. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's not like the CEO of Walmart is coming down and being like, is this store doing what they're supposed to do? And no. And they
2: do. It's like once a year. <laughs> exactly. And then they let them know that they're coming and then they the day before they telling everybody to super clean everything oh, you know, my have goodness. three people on many know, times these, i've seen that like if you want to see if your store is actually doing what they supposed to be doing surprise i'm mm-hmm. talking about don't tell them you nope. tell telling you come in have have us a what what they call it? secret shop, uh, shoppers mm-hmm. you know are are the employees respectful are they doing their job are they on their phone are the managers respecting their employees mm-hmm.
0: like you know. And you know what? I, I just want to have a disclaimer. This goes for every job out there. I'm talking about from lawyer, or uh, if they if they even have supervisors and stuff like that, but to to retailers. And I think everybody in between, as a um, worker, deserves blue collar, white collar, pink collar, all these job positions. Everybody are human from both the customer's perspective and from the the workers' perspective. Everybody needs to be treated as if they have blood running through their their veins, which they do because because we're not robots. We mm -hmm. can't just turn off our emotions. And that's also another thing. A lot of managers expect you to be a robot. Mm -hmm. And Susie called me a bitch and said, I hope that, you you know, you go to your grave and get pissed on," Bitch, I'm fucking you up. (laughs) Period. You didn't hit a 9 I'm coming up with
1: that counter. Exactly. And then Mm -hmm. the manager had the audacity
0: to get mad at me. no. Okay, because I, I smashed Susie by her her four, you know, itch hair. You snatched her wig off. Right. If I just say that. Okay. No, if I snatched her wig off like, mm-hmm. that's a natural reaction. I mean, should I put my hands on anybody? No, because I don't support violence. Mm-hmm. But, at the end of the day, if you tried it, you tried it. You got mm-hmm. what you desired. Period. And
2: then, yeah, the crazy kind of part is, they be shocked. that you like
0: you fighting back and have all that to lie about it but like I don't know why they hit me you just got work really bad in place no bitch you got a really bad mouth I'm sorry y'all I I don't want to be cursing a lot but like (laughs) seriously like I don't understand how people can just go up to a human being especially when they're being nice. oh y'all I would never forget as a customer's (laughs) point of view I'm sorry I wanted to speak on the customer's point Mm -hmm. of view but I went up to Best Buy I was looking for something. I told y'all this story before. I was looking for something. And, you know, I walked up to this um, white, rounded man. I don't, you know, I don't call out names, but, you know, I got to pay here and there. But it was this white, rounded man. And I don't know technology that well, y'all. So, you know, I'm trying to explain what I'm looking for. And he keeps saying the names of the different technologies. I don't understand. He had the audacity to be like, Um, Well, you have to know some of these uh, you have to have knowledge about this stuff in order for me to help you. Sir, if I had knowledge about this stuff, you wouldn't be employed. Let's be honest. (laughs) I would have been able to first probably make my own if I had the resources. Mm -hmm. Two, I'd be able to, if I couldn't make it, I'd be able to to discover it and find it on my own because I I, I don't need your help. And three, like the point of me coming up to you, sir, is because I don't know. Like, let's be real. Like, I... It's to gain that
2: knowledge. Right. It's
0: like, not even to just gain that knowledge, but there's so many jobs and so many things that, you know, people could be doing. I... If I try to talk to an astrologist about the stars and all that, I never study astrology. I don't know, so he can't expect me to just be like, "Oh, you have to have some sort of prior knowledge."
1: Or maybe you did study the stars, and there's still things that you want to know. If you 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 wouldn't be asking him exactly if you had the knowledge, exactly. if you knew what it is that you were looking for. That's why you came to him in the first place because think- he's here and he's supposed to guide you to the right direction. I don't
2: think we also gotta like how you just of the, the customer side of the situation where you have those people that really tries to respect, you know, the employees and that employee is just nasty. Like, mm-hmm. you could like, you, you you probably had a bad day you probably had a Karen before me, you mm-hmm. know, but, you know. I'm a
0: whole different person now. Right? That I'm should be a whole different, different attitude.
2: So, like, still treat that person like they're a new person, like, how they are, like, be nice, right. and sometimes I really wish if a Karen and just a rude customer just meet, you know, mm-hmm. how, how would that happen?
1: You that, would I, that would be very exciting, and I would need my popcorn.
2: I think work
0: motto should be dish out the energy that's given to you, you because I feel like if a customer come up to you respectful and and nice, then you give out that same energy. But if a customer come up to you disrespectful and rude. You give that you have the right to give that same energy you right. say that you have the right mm-hmm. to give that same energy because it's the whole model needs to be deconstructed as customers are always heard. like you said mama that's just not realistic because customers are taking that and they
1: sitting on their they thrones thinking that they have all the power well, I' to put a different spin on this um, I, I I feel you about giving that same energy but I'm I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of coming from another end you know Um I, I have sympathy with customers because I am a customer to somebody, mm-hmm. right? And I know when I have spoken to people, when I've been upset and I've been irate and I've just been outrageous, it is very important that that person on the other end that I'm talking to, that's standing there before me or on the other end of that line, I need them to be calm, patient, and understand because it's not them that I'm, I'm frustrated with. I'm frustrated with whatever it is that's causing me to be frustrated. I know it's not them personally, but they punch a bag right now. You know, I just need them to be calm. And if they can remain calm, then eventually it will bring me down. Now, you do have customers that even when you remain calm, they still just ignore all outdoors. Now, when they, to that point, and I have maintained my, my composure in spite of the fact that you have come at me the way you have, then I should be, I should have the opportunity to say, listen, let me get someone else for you because I personally cannot serve you. I personally, I should have the right to walk away from this customer and not have to tolerate that type of, you know, uh verbal abuse or any kind of abuse, you mm-hmm. know, coming from this I think that's why
0: I said that the worker has mm-hmm. the right to to get out. Yeah, I'm it. like
2: it's not an automatic thing, but if they want to,
1: right, they can do that, right? Like, cause and I'm in agreement. I'm just saying, you know, give them a chance first. You know, right. try to try to remain kind mm, But they first. make it so hard.
2: They, I you, know, and then they you know what? And, Again, going back with the Karens, this, this is my, my favorite phrase. I pay here. Okay. So do 50 million people, okay? Hey,
1: oh, oh,
2: so do 50 million. You're okay. not going to hurt my feelings. Oh. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you're going to stop or you stop coming to Walmart or if you stop going to Aldi. I don't care. Right. <laughs> I don't care. Am I supposed to cry? No. I don't know. It's like,
0: okay, it's, you know, we are getting up on the 30-minute mark. I'm probably in the podcast soon, but I do want to say this, like, I feel as though, you know, the whole customer to worker dynamic. It is being it's been really fucked up and it needs to be talked about because amongst the, the higher-ups because I think they, uh, everybody um just adopted this, you know, let's just, get through the day, get paid, and move on with our day. And I think a lot of higher-ups, i want to put a kind of anything on them too because a lot of higher-ups needs to take, um... In knowledge that their custom, I mean that their workers are are suffering in their positions, and if you don't change, you're going to get a lot of people not wanting to work for you. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You need workers to operate that company. You can't operate ten different locations by yourself. That's impossible. That's why you have workers. Mm-hmm. So I am. It is you know something that the higher ups have to to take accountability for. So. I actually am going to end the podcast here. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We really touched on a lot of uh, topics within the workplace. Um, I really enjoyed having you guys on here. And I will see you all later. Have a good one. Bye.